Hey there, my name is Andrea Crisp and this is episode number 45. My guest today lives her life by the motto that everyone should live a life that amuses their soul and has built her life and business around creating a life that really matters. In this episode, we talk about the joy that is found when we're able to help others succeed in business and make an impact in the world. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share real stories of influential women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, Andrea Crisp, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. How many mornings do you wake up and wonder what happened to your dreams? You think about the could-haves and the should-haves. Well, it's time to own your breakthrough and make sure you are living your purpose. In other words, doing exactly what you are meant to be doing. Life is too short. So sign up for a free 30-minute strategy session with me, and let's take that first step together. My guest today is a fellow B-schooler who believes in living a vibrant and balanced life while using business as a force for good. With over a decade of experience coaching small business owners, she is able to help them understand what brings them the most joy so that they can make a positive impact. Joining me all the way from San Francisco, where she lives with her husband Murat and her young son, here is Annabelle Bayan. Annabelle, I am so thrilled to have you on the Courage Cast this morning, and I'm thankful that you're waking up super early, 6 a.m. in California, to join me. It's dark there, but it's uh, nice and sunny here in Toronto. So thank you so much for coming on to the Courage Cast today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andrea. It's an honor. Well, I am really glad to share who you are in your story and what you're doing in the world. And I know that I always get lots of comments from people about who I have as guests on and how um, I find them. And it's, it's one of those things where sometimes I think to myself, I'm not sure how I find people or how they find me, but it's like this like-mindedness that kind of happens. And, and so I just really... Uh, counted an honor that people do come on to the Courage Cast. So why don't you share a little bit about yourself and what you're passionate about and who you serve? Yeah. Um, so I live my life by one main motto, and I, I believe very deeply that everyone should live a life that amuses their soul. Um, and I truly believe that. So my work is um, exactly to do that. I help business owners. They build and grow businesses in areas that matter to them. Um, they're mission-driven, and I help them move their mission forward in a smart and sustainable way through business strategy. Um, but it's also so much more than that. Um, people's lives are very complex, and there has to be a balance between you know the things that really fill them up. And I want people to feel really, really good about who they are inside and stepping up into their leadership. Um, so that is really the core of the work that I do and the impact that I'm trying to make in the world. Now, how did you get started in that? Like, what was the catalyst behind you wanting to help people find that purpose in their business? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm heavily influenced by Marie Forleo um, and her life coaching business and her business um, school that she has called B-School. And I was introduced to like kind of this idea of life coaching or coaching people through her. And um I knew that I wanted to help people be happy. And at the time, that's all I really knew. And I was in business school. 
Um, so eventually, you know, I started talking to business owners and I wanted to help them with basic business school skills. And I realized that, um, you know, like their deep down real passion was to really just like live lives that really make them happy and make an impact on the world in, in a really like huge way. Um, that, um, you know, Marie Forleo has this saying that, you know, the world needs that thing that only you do. And, and like, you know, she says it so many times that I really, you know, started believing in it. And my, you know, the clients, a lot of the clients that I had at the time were kind of coming from there. Um, so they had believed in it. So this whole philosophy of like, um, you know, there's something within us that the world needs and, um, like, how can you manifest that in a business and also like create a life that really like matters to you. Um, and to be able to kind of share your voice and, and the vision that you have for the world. And so, um, it definitely developed over time. You know, like I said, at the beginning, I really was just trying to share basic business skills with people. Um, but once I started getting down deep into what people really wanted, um, I realized that there was commonalities in what I wanted, (laughs) you know, I wanted to live a life that amused my soul too. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how it developed. Well, it's interesting because um, I'm also a fellow B-schooler as well. And Yay. I love Marie Forleo. I'm not sure when you took B-school, but it's just coming on a year for me. So I'm just a brand new going to be alumni pretty soon because I think I'm still in the year of B-school. But, um, you know, I... agree with you. And I've been recording some podcasts just this week. And the theme that you're talking about just keeps coming up over and over again. In other conversations that I had with women, they've used different terminology. But in everything that seems to be coming up, just even in the past few days, is all about having this joy. And if you're not joyful in what you're doing, then, you know, why why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. So how how do you help um, business owners to do that? Like if they come to you and they're like, okay, um, you know, here's my business idea, the plan I have, and I'm feeling a little bit underwhelmed by it all. What is the strategy behind helping them move that forward? Yeah. Um, well, I think, you know, it all goes down to your intention, like, um, you know, some people call it your why, or, you know, why do you need the business? Like, is it just to really make money? Um, you know, probably not if you're, you know, a courageous female entrepreneur, or, you know, if you're somebody that comes into my space, you're probably not the person that's just trying to make money. There's probably some deeper reason or this deeper impact that you want to make on society. So I think by going like diving really deep into, what the larger mission is, um, and the impact that goes beyond our own selves, like the impact that we can make. Um, I kind of think of it like, you know, a community garden, like there's only so many plants that we could plant, but if everybody kind of like builds together, we create like a better world. So, um, I think that if you look at the world in that way and you, um, you know, kind of see like how your business and how, you know, can make an impact, then there's no way you're not going to like be super, super passionate about what you're doing because you know that you're the driving force of that change in the world. Um, so I think that sometimes people get a little bit overwhelmed by all of the, you know, little things that we have to put in place in order to be a business owner, um, or, uh, you know, maybe not getting results fast enough 
or um, not really feeling um, confident enough to really like step up in a leadership role. And so they wonder why they're not getting all of the results that they want as fast as they want them. Um, so I think kind of working through those type of things helps a lot um, to get people re-energized in their own business and re-energized in their own lives. Um, and um, I think that that's another part of it too. Like if, if you really um, want a certain type of lifestyle and, um, you know, and you, you're not trying to work in a corporation or a nine to five job or something like that, um, that's going to be another driving force. So I think like when we have conversations, um, you know, talking about, you know, your impact on the world, but also your impact on your own life and how you can kind of create things by being a business owner. Um, I think that, you know, pairing all of those things really gets people excited. <laughs> and I love seeing that joy in people. Um, but it really, it just get, goes down to those simple things of like, what are you going to do for the world? And then are you going to step up into it? Um, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I can hear actually, as you're talking, like just this joy that's coming out of even you talking about it, which oh. is obvious that you're passionate about it. And like, how does that outwork even in your own life? I know like, you know, you're a business owner. So mm -hmm. um, how do you practically do that yourself? Yeah. Um, so I think one way that I do it is that I really design my life in a very flexible way and I love it. So, so, you know, I always am thankful to my business about, you know, being able to spend time with my child, being able to, you know, go for a run during the middle of the day. So that's definitely part of it. Just like having that personal balance in my own life, you know, being able to cook in my own kitchen, you know, whenever I want to cook a meal or something like that. Um, so, so that's a huge part of it. The other part is really viewing the impact that I'm having. That's really compounding. So, um, the cool thing about the work that I do is that I get to see it like in other people. So as people are growing their own businesses and their own impact and stepping into their own leadership, I'm seeing that these skills that I'm able to teach people um, and the spark that I'm able to, you know, ignite in people is creating a better society and world overall. And that is so much bigger than anything that I could ever do personally. So kind of being in tune with, you know, where people end up, you know, after they work with me and staying in touch with them um, really helps me to see the results of my work, even if it takes, you know, a while to get there. Um, every step forward is a step in a better direction, <laughs> you know? And so it's, um, it's really beautiful just to see that, you know, all of the small impacts all accumulate into something really, really huge. And um, also I see in my own self, you know, how my own personal self-confidence and um, self-worth and leadership has grown through the years. And being able to kind of have those times of reflection and look at my own life and say, wow, like I've really come far. Um, and I want that growth for other people, you know, um, and by, I'm by no means like as far as I need to be. And that's also another part that's beautiful is that I really have a long way to go. Um, but I'm on the journey. And, and I think that that is like, how I do this in my own life. Um, mm. I, there are some, you know, technical things like, you know, as far as like, there are ways to make your life a little bit easier by streamlining your processes or using business strategy to like, you know, use data to, you know, really find the right customers and, and all of that. And those are just ways that 
kind of uh, complement the core underlying things that are really like driving the joy and soul amusement in my business and in my life. Um, so yeah, I can totally relate because I know even for myself, like you know, I have clients often who you know want the quick fix at first, mm-hmm. and you know, really explaining to them you know, over the course of time, like, you know, this is a journey, like you're embarking on something that you are doing forever mm-hmm. and you will see results. You will see that things shift and change in your life. And as you keep going, they're going to continue to shift and change year after year after year. But it's not always just like, okay, boom, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, there are mornings where, you know, you wake up and it's like, oh, I feel really confident today. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, yep, don't feel confident at all. Not mm-hmm. even a close. Mm-hmm. And it's um, something that you work on and it's something that you have to uh, really be in process with. Like what started that for you? Like how did you start or kind of even know okay, I need to work on this area of my life. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I kept feeling this feeling of stuckness. Like in my mind, I had an image of what I should be doing. I knew that I should um, basically start talking to people. <laughs> That's kind of like my, my first intuition was like, you need to go talk to people. You need to go talk to people. But for some reason, I was so stuck and quiet. And like, I... I also felt the need to like ask people's permission that I was good enough. Um, like I was always trying to get some type of affirmation. And one day I was just like, you know what? I think enough is enough. <laughs> like I need to decide whether or not I'm good enough to myself. And mm-hmm. so like that didn't happen overnight, but just that initial switch in my mind of, you know, like you're either going to do this work or you're not like, you got to either step in or get out like <laughs> you know, type mentality, like made me kind of like start noticing like, oh gosh, that's a thought that's totally holding me back. That's contributing to my stuckness. I'm going to have to work on that. And so these little things just kept creeping up, you know, and they still creep up, you know, as I, uh, you know, keep growing or whatever. And I'm just aware of them and being aware of them and knowing that, Hey, that's something that's getting in my way, um, allows me to do the work. So that's kind of like, what I would say is like, once you commit, you're going to start noticing, like, there's something that's not in tune with my my bigger commitment. Um, so let me get that out of my way, you know? And like, I'm not talking about like, like, you know, there's real intuitions of like, um, you know, real fear. Like, like, I'm not saying that people should go and like spend a bunch of money, um, you know, starting a business just because they feel like they should start one or something like that. Like, like you should probably listen to yourself a little bit if you like are being more conscious about, um, like maybe like making a a huge investment or something that's not smart or something like that. But that is a completely different area than like, I'm just not stepping into my role. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, when you were talking just a second ago about, you know, asking others for permission and I hear that so often and I mean, it resonates also true with me as well 
is that we as women tend to want to ask permission from others about how we should feel about our life or is this good or um, we're looking for their feedback. We're looking for their pat on the back, their affirmation. And, and oftentimes that only really leads to us feeling worse about ourselves mm-hmm. and also trying to come back to them as a source of that mm-hmm. and feeling like, well, okay, if they've affirmed me this time, then they'll affirm me next time. Or if they're not affirming, then we're like, okay, what have I done wrong? Mm-hmm. Have I, you know, I'm all of a sudden I'm, am I not good enough anymore? Because that same person is not affirming what I'm doing. And it really leads to a lot of self-sabotage. And I think trying to move away from that and gain your confidence um, elsewhere is probably one of the biggest things that we learn. Like, could you explain maybe even to people, like, how would someone go about doing that? Like, how would you start to gain confidence without going to other people? Yeah. Um, So I think one thing that helped me um, is that at this, around the same time I had started running. So Um, I would create goals for myself and I would achieve them. And this was all a very personal journey. I didn't tell anybody I was like going to go run a half marathon or anything like that. Um, But I was like, okay, I'm just going to test out if I can run, you know, a half mile at the time. Like that seemed like a huge deal. And then the next time, you know, I wanted to run three miles and then I achieved that. And that was a huge deal. So I feel like this like journey of confidence um, to relate it to my running journey is about you know, set yourself up for something, something small at first. Like I, I think that sometimes when we try to like, um, we want to show up for ourselves, but like we try for something that's like really extremely far out of reach. And then we just let ourselves down. Like, I think like being realistic and create this, like a goal for yourself. And like, um, if you really want to like make the journey, something where you want to keep it internal, like don't tell anybody about it, see what you can do to surprise yourself. Um, so I think that that's one thing is like, kind of like have these goals and then like try to achieve them and then see where that goes and track that progress and celebrate when you achieve them. I think that that's really important. Um, but I think that there's also, um, just like the, the inner journey of like figuring out, you know, if I'm not confident, where are the ways that I, um, you know, these little voices in my head are telling me that I'm not good enough or like, when are those things coming up? So like trying to be really present and in your thought process of like, okay, am I, um, feeling confident right now? Am I not feeling confident and why? I think that sometimes, you know, with all of the clutter and noise and all of the interaction that we have in the world, that sometimes we forget to really like tune into ourselves And when we do that, there's no way that we would be able to really understand how we're feeling. And so at the end of the day, when we just feel, you know, um, you know, bad, we don't really know what things in our day really contributed to that, Um, you know, lack of self-confidence or or something like that. So I I feel like that's kind of part of it, like just like slowing down and being in tune with ourselves um, allows us to figure out where we need to work. and so, yeah, that's kind of that journey. I, I think some people do it by journaling. So, you know, some people just take mental note. 
um, you know, you can maybe even like write down an area like oh, I'm, I'm, you know, not very confident when I look in the mirror or something like that. And then you can write affirmations to yourself about how you feel about your body or something like that. And just like kind of help yourself rewrite that script. I know that that's one thing that I did, you know, just like looking straight in the mirror and telling myself that I'm good enough, like, <laughs> or like looking in the mirror and smiling until like, it felt like a real smile. I, I feel like those things, they work too, but it all comes from kind of like figuring out first, okay, what is that area that's holding me back? And then at the same time, like, can I do things that kind of help me prove myself wrong in my lack of self-worth? Um, mm -hmm. by accomplishing these, you know, small little goals or something like that. Um, and the accumulation of all of those things are going to make you feel better. And if you do that enough, you're going to start feeling better and better and better. So <laughs> again, that goes back to this is a journey. <laughs> but um, those are the practical ways that help me so far. I love what you're saying about, you know, not telling the whole world. And I think we get so caught up in that you know, mm -hmm. trying to, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym and then I'm going to post about it and like, see how great I did. And I mean, yeah. it's one thing if you're a fitness coach, you know, like, yeah. um, and I, you know, Hey, listen, I'm as guilty as anybody else. Cause I mean, sometimes I do want that pat in the back. Like mm -hmm. I went to the gym today, everyone know, you know, and, but when I was, as you were talking and talking about your running journey, it just reminded me a few years ago when I was training as well, which I'm, Sadly, not right now, and I just need to be. But um, I think that running for me at the time that I was doing it was such a personal thing because it was a struggle that I only I could overcome. Mm -hmm. Like no one could help me overcome that other than me. Because when I wanted to quit, the only person encouraging me to keep running that day was myself. Mm -hmm. And, and it became a real source of, um, you know, self-confidence. And as of course I started to run longer distances, I lost weight and, you know, of course everything shifted in that. And I think that's such a, um, a great picture of what that looks like. And I think we can do that probably on many different levels. But one other thing you, you said that I totally also feel huge conviction on is not celebrating the wins. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, we have these great things that are happening to us and it's like, we check them off the list and go, okay, next, you mm -hmm. know, how, yeah. <laughs> how do we actually, um, like celebrate that? Like, what does that look like to, you know, to hit a mile marker in our lives and, and then celebrate it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that's humongous. It's like, um, you have to kind of, well, I think first you kind of had to know what your goals are to like, know if you're achieving them. <laughs> like, I don't think that people have to have like really like strict goals. I mean, it can be like, you know, somewhere between like, you know, run five to 10 miles or something like that. <laughs> like if you, if you hit that fifth mile, like I feel like, you know, at that point you should maybe even like mark in your calendar, like time to celebrate or something like that because we do like we live in a society that is trying to achieve so so much all the time um that we don't give ourselves back the love and care that we kind of um should for thanking ourselves for all of our creative ability or physical ability or something like that 
for what we're achieving. So um, I think that there's definitely a way to, however you want to like put it into your life, have these like little check-ins with yourself. And then, you know, it can be like a thank you to me meeting <laughs> or something like that. Like, what did I accomplish or what did my business accomplish or what did my mission accomplish in the world? Like, it depends on, you know, there's so many ways to view it. Um, and how can I celebrate that? And of course, you're going to celebrate it in the way that makes you feel most full. You know, that's why I really, um, you know, drive things by soul amusement because it's like, okay, what's going to make you feel amazing at the end of the day that you created something or you you did something really cool that you didn't know that you could do before or you stepped up and like gave a big speech or something like that. You know, you know, for some people it's like, I'm going to go have a big piece of cake or some people they're going to go have a day at the spa or some people are just going to sit in nature and meditate for a little longer or something like that. So finding those things that make you feel good and, and remembering to like give back to yourself um, will only progress you further. So I feel like if somebody's having a hard time, like fitting in celebrating themselves, um, you know, thinking about it in the way that, you know, if you take the time to celebrate yourself, you're going to give yourself a little bit more momentum to keep doing what you're doing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say even put it in the calendar or have an accountability partner or a coach or somebody like that, that like reminds you like, Hey, mm -hmm. you just did something great or a best friend or something, but like one that really like cares if you're successful, <laughs> um, you know, um, have somebody remind you, you know, that's also a great way. Like, Hey, you did something awesome. Like, yeah. Oh let's yeah. Go, let's go celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And yeah. Cause I think that even just this past week, um, a friend of ours, um, sent an email just in support of another friend. And, you know, it was really, really great to see that. And then we also were able to kind of rally around her in success that she had in doing something that she had wanted to do for a very long time. And I think sometimes it, it does take, you know, reminders, not only to ourselves, but to, remind ourselves to, you know, encourage other people or our friends, like, you know, Hey, like I see that you've been doing that and you're doing a really great job. And, you know, although you may not feel as though, you know, you've come as far, like we see that you've come a huge distance and we want to celebrate with you. I took a course, um, probably back in the fall and, um, I take a lot of courses. My friends tell me that I really like to learn and they've challenged me to stop taking courses for a while. So um, they're like, Andrea, I think you know enough. I think you should just do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Um, but I was taking this course and part of, of the course was to celebrate your win every week. And so you had to actually write it in the Facebook group and say, this is what I'm going to do at the end of the week after I've completed my assignments and this is my way of celebrating. And I have to admit to you that, um, it was very difficult for me and mm -hmm. I would write things down and, and I had a, I don't know, a very skewed, um, perspective on what that looked like because I was like, well, I don't really know how I'm supposed to celebrate myself. Um, like people were writing all sorts of things and it varied, like even a lot of the suggestions you were giving, like go to the spa or get a mani-pedi or, you know, uh, go out for a really great dinner. Um, and then there were people who are like, you know, just take a bath, you know, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and for me, I'm like, oh, I can do that anytime, you know, but 
um, that didn't seem like celebrating. But I think what I got out of it at the very end was it's not even really about what you do. It's about the fact that you take the time to celebrate it and that you, you take that moment to look back on the process and go, okay, yeah, I did do this and I was successful. And one of the things that I kept learning throughout that process, and I'm still trying to implement it and, and learn it in my own life, is that if we don't take the time to celebrate these things, then we're never going to be happy because we're always trying to do something new and never celebrating what we've done. Mm -hmm. And that to me was huge because it's like, well, then why am I even doing this if I can't take the time to celebrate it? So it just was a really big, huge revelation for me at that time. And, and now I'm kind of like, okay, I've got to learn how to actually do that. Even if it's like, taking a half day off on Friday and, you know, okay, I'm just, now I'm not going to work anymore. That's my, mm -hmm. my reward to myself. Um, how would you like even suggest to people to start implementing like even that into their lives? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, your suggestion is great. You can start small. Like, you know, whenever we develop a new thing, it's very hard for us to find like the resources or the capacity or the money to like do something huge. So mm -hmm. I think like even just being okay with doing something small as a celebration is great. Um, I think that like kind of reminding yourself that as you go through time, like the time that you're achieving is going to be less memorable than the time that you are celebrating. So the time that you're celebrating, you're probably going to remember more so what are the things, you know, in your memory that just make you feel really, really good? Or what are things that you've seen other people do that you think would make you feel good? And then trying one of those things out when you achieve something. Um, I mean, I really think that it can be as simple as that, but also being okay with it being really small or really short. Like if it's just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like we just had like a really great, like, you know, conversation with a client or a potential client or something like that. I'm going to give myself an extra 15 minutes today just to stretch, you know, or to do some breathing exercises. Like even if it's even just like on that micro level, um, you know, like one of your colleagues said, like take a bath, you know, maybe for some people that's a huge thing because in their regular week, they're always rushing to take a shower and it's a short one and they don't really ever give themselves that time to just sit and be because those moments of slow, which I, I kind of, attribute to celebration, right? It's kind of like mini vacations and the, um, you know, robustness of our lives, <laughs> um, are going to give us those times that we're able to comp like, uh, contemplate the things that we have done. And those are going to make those seeds deeper in our memory, um, and allow us to see the span of time um, a little bit more clearly because we're going to be able to say, oh yeah, I remember that time because I celebrated or because I had those moments of reflection. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. I love that idea. Cause you know, as soon as you said that it reminded me of the one probably big celebration. Well, actually two, now that you're saying it, it reminded me when I graduated from my master's and this is a long time ago, um, back in 2001 and my friend threw me a huge party. 
And I still, I still remember that. Like, I remember the people that came. I remember how I felt, um, you know, celebrating this uh, milestone. My friend had flown out from British Columbia and I lived in Missouri and also my grandmother had come and it was the first time she had ever visited me while I lived in the U.S. And and it was a really like magical time um, for me. And and as soon as you said that, and then also when I celebrated writing my book by having a book launch, and you know it's part of the process. But also I remember just people being there and um, the encouragement that I received from it. And those are highlighted in my memories as as big moments. Yeah, but they don't always have to be huge flashy ones, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you right now, like, man, it made me feel great. Like it made me feel like, okay, yeah, I did that, you know, and, and I worked hard and, and look what I was able to do. And, and I think that we probably need to be a little, um, less hard on ourselves and, and give ourselves that space to, you know, to grow and learn and, and not feel like, okay, we always have to, you know, achieve, achieve, achieve. Instead we can celebrate and, you know, there's times for everything. So I, I so appreciate you even saying that and bring it because it reminds me how much I need that in my own life. And I'm sure other people are probably thinking the same thing. Now I wanted to ask you a question. Um, you've done a lot in your business and you've got a pretty full life, but is there something that you still want to do? And if you didn't do it in your lifetime, you would regret not having done it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I am still in many ways, still stepping up into a broader role that I'm going to have in my life. And so I think that I would really regret not doing that. Um, and what I mean is like, just by speaking in front of larger audiences or eventually writing a book, um, just giving more platforms for my voice, um, I think is really, really huge. But then at the same time, I want to also balance that with, you know, I have a child, so I want to be able to balance all of that ambition that I have with also sharing and enjoying his life. Um, so I think that I would really regret not doing those things, but I would also really regret not maintaining a really strong balance in my life. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the goals in sight for now. Um, but, uh, I also, I, I know, um, I kind of knew this question was coming. So I think that also, um, I wanted to kind of talk about like how, I kind of regretted like not stepping up fast enough, but that it's okay. Like, I feel like, um, sometimes people just need to hear that. Like, you know, even in, in my journey, like the expansion of who I am and the, the me stepping into my leadership role, it happened very slowly. And I didn't necessarily build momentum as fast as maybe I thought could happen. Um, just because I had so many blocks to overcome. And I feel like this, um, journey is going to continue as I go after larger audiences or TED talks or, you know, writing a book or something like that. Um, so just like being patient and compassionate with myself, um, as I do that, um, I think, yeah, because 
if, if I wasn't, then it would be just completely riddled with regret. Right. <laughs> um, right. if I was just like beat myself down until I accomplished something. Um, so, yeah. and I think, yeah, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's common to even feel that, you know, like, why did I wait so long? And one of the things that, as you're saying that kind of just struck me is sometimes it's in those moments of waiting that our character is formed the most and where those blocks are being able to be released so that we can, you know, really confidently step into it. And I think sometimes if it's too quick, our character is not able to sustain it. And so, you know, it's like that, that, you know, interesting place between being like, okay, is it too fast? Is it too slow? And I think that, you know, as women entrepreneurs and people in, in industries that are, you know, looking to make their mark on the world or having influence, a lot of the times it's like, well, I just need it to happen now. Like mm -hmm. it has to just like, can it just happen? And, and, you know, why have I wasted so much time? But I think a lot of it is, is just like, you know what, we have to know that our character is being built in these moments and step into it, even if it's one very, very small step at a time. Mm -hmm. That's more important than, you know, not ever stepping. And so I applaud you for continuing to step and also for having dreams that are, you know, so huge. And, and, and I hope to see that you do accomplish those things and it, it'd be exciting for, you know, to hear, you know, yeah, like my, my first book is coming out and, um, say first, cause you never know, there could be a second and third as well. Um, yeah. Once I start notes. talking, I don't shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing, right. Is like when you have a lot to communicate, it's great to be able to actually just share that with the world. And so, and I appreciate that you are willing to share that even with us today. Now, if there was like even one message that you wanted to share, what would you say that would be? Yeah, I think the main thing is to really like trust your truth and to really align everything that you do with that deep seated happiness that comes um, from, you know, doing good in society, but also doing what really feels good to you. And, um, you know, I don't think people are necessarily always in tune with make, what feels good to them, but becoming more in tune with that um, and seeking things, you know, for the good of society, but also the good of, of yourself, how you feel every day when you wake up in the morning. Um, you know, cause I, I also, um, you know, have had the experience of walking down the street and, you know, seeing people rushing to workplaces and you can just totally tell that there's nothing in their morning routine that just like made them happy. You know, <laughs> they're, you yeah. know, they're just trying to get somewhere, trying to get somewhere, trying to get somewhere. So, um, maybe seeing that there's another option in life, there might be a different truth for you. Um, than living a life that's always rushing or, you know, kind of like how we talked about today, like always achieving, um, there's a way just to kind of like, no, okay, what's my truth? What's important to me? I, I can kind of clear out some of the clutter and some of the inputs of what I should be doing or should be achieving, um, and those type of things and, and just really do what's right to me. And I think that when people get really in tune with that place, 
then they're able to see um, creative ways that they can use that to change the world for a positive impact. Um, so yeah, so that's my biggest message. My biggest message is, you know, just really trust yourself um, and develop trust with yourself. You know, trust is a relationship. So if you need to like, you know, build trust over time, that's totally okay too. Um, but once you get to that place, the things like really start to blossom. Um, so that's my biggest message. I love that. I think that's amazing advice and a great truth to, you know, to live by and to, you know, foster in your life. Now, if people want to connect with you, where can they do that? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I have a website, it's annabellebyhan.com. So it's like A-N-N-A-B-E-L-L-E-B-A-Y-H-A-N.com. Um, they can connect with me there or, you know, Facebook at Annabelle Byhan is fine too. Um, yeah. And I will include all that in the show notes as well so that people can connect with you. And if you're in the California area and you want to work with Annabelle, then I would encourage you to reach out and connect with her. And I so appreciate you taking the time, you know, uh, getting up early in the morning because there is a, a time difference between you and I here yep. and, and your baby stayed quiet. So yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It was a win-win, so. yes. <laughs> but it's been lovely to chat with you. And thank you so much for being on the Courage Cast today. Thank you. Have a great day. I loved what Annabelle had to say about stuckness and being good enough in life and business. There came a point in her life when she decided that she was good enough and made the switch that she was going all in. This is something that I can completely relate to and maybe you have either felt that way in the past or are dealing with that now. If we stay on the comparison train, then we're always going to be looking for validation along the way. But making the conscious choice to believe that we're enough will always be the catalyst we need to make an even bigger impact with our lives and in our business. And that is something I believe we can all take to heart. Thanks for joining me today on the Courage Cast. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. The Courage Cast is produced by Stephen Krillin.